Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast, where Sunderland have suffered their third defeat in a week. Uh, and about nine days ago, we're all sitting there planning um, our socially distant trips to places like Derby and um, other championship clubs that I can't think of. Um, and now we're basically just probably going to have to go to Morecambe instead. Um, Barring Sunderland winning in the playoffs, um, which seems unlikely on our uh, past attempts, um, but we'll dis- dissect the latest defeat. Um, I'm Gareth Park, and I'm joined by Richard Easterbrook. Hello, good evening. And I'm also joined by Chris Weatherspoon. Hello, is, good evening. How's it going? What's going on over there? Quite, there's, quite a, there's, a, there's a crow in the garden. Oh, it's, literally, it's just rocked it's up crow, as we it? start this podcast, which That's I think quite, is quite yeah, apt. absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, um, it's absolutely massive. <laughs> like that. Sure it's a, are you sure it's a crow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it looks. I like mean, it's got a, it's got would, a black beak. It could pick you up and take you away, Chris. It could. I've got the door shut. Funny, um, <laughs> but obviously not very good for you. Um, after I'm combat, good for this the, podcast, either. Well, you have to find someone. You well, know, yes, I not mean, even the, two minutes in. No, I mean, obviously, you had your mole problem, which you resolved. Um, yeah, that was in the garden, nowhere else. Before somebody yeah, listens yeah. to this and gets the wrong idea. Yeah, and um, and but, what do you mean gets the wrong idea? Where else would moles be located? He said I had a mole problem, which was resolved, and anyone just tuning in might not know that we're still talking about the garden. So yeah, but what, so what you, in his house leaking stuff. Do you like mean another, like a, a could blemish? Be another type of yeah, on the body. Why get what? What's you like to a, be embarrassed like about? Yeah, why are you embarrassed I didn't see it was about embarrassing. Morals? I was just confirming that we were talking about the rodent. No, you could just seem to get very affronted that like somebody might have suggested that you had a mole removed. I mean, <laughs> we said a lot worse things about you, Chris, than Chris Witherspoon had a mole. Can I just yeah. point out actually the the, the mole? problem wasn't resolved it wasn't other than, resolved other, other than the weather changing and i have no idea if they're going to return this year well so. maybe the crow will attack the moles um and there'll be some Perhaps. beautiful harmony there we can only hope um but we should probably talk about <laughs> the football <laughs> um something went down one nil at bloomfield road um at the weekend um as I mentioned previously third defeat in a week which is very much not what was required at this stage. And as all as as well as we've done to get ourselves into the position we are at the moment. Um it's pretty frustrating that we've ended up kind of in the situation we are now with five games to go still. Um I'm gonna get initial thoughts on the game from, from Chris. Obviously there's a lot of talk about Blackpool and how you know they'd be on they are on a great run. I think they're undefeated in seventeen. Um yeah. after the weekend. Um I mean what were your thoughts on the game generally? Um so I thought I thought first ten minutes or so I could kind of see why they were on that run. I thought um I thought they kind of put it to us a bit in the first ten minutes. I thought they looked quite decent. Um I think after that actually it was so when, uh, speaking to someone who said they didn't actually find a particularly good game to watch. I thought it was all right. I, I didn't think it was a bad game to watch. I thought um I thought it was two very evenly matched teams in truth. Um 
And to be honest, I, I, I think we were, I know it's a third defeat and we, especially we needed to win. And so it, it isn't good enough, but I, I do think we were probably worth a point. And well, aside from the absolute howler that were committed, which I suppose if you do that, you could argue you, you don't deserve a point. But I think on like the balance of play and that, I don't think, I certainly don't think this was as poor as, um, as Wigan and, um, I, I, I think it was it was probably better than the Charlton game as well for, from our perspective. I, I think it was just it was one of those where um, I'm not going to say we were unlucky because ultimately it was like, it was our own mistakes that cost us. But nothing kind of fell right. If you know what I mean, like you you felt like we could have we could have played until ten o'clock at night. We wouldn't have scored. It, it just wouldn't have gone in. I think I think. The, the the issue with the game is that it's come on the back of the two that have preceded it. I think if if we if we just lost that game in isolation and that people would put it down to kind of being a bit unfortunate and like one poor error, one poor bit of defending. Um, but it but it isn't, and that and I think I think the problem we have now is just as we were like kind of riding the crest of a wave, like momentum. As we've seen, it can, it can go the other way, and it, it feels like we're on a, a bit of a skid now. Yeah. Thoughts, Richard? I, I I watched it back today. Um, I'm a glutton for punishment. I, I quite enjoyed it as a spectacle. I thought it was, it was a decent game. Um, and as as Chris says, if you take it in at isolation, it if it didn't have the two two defeats preceding it, it would have just been one of those one of those days at the office where. You know, a lick of pain to bounce of a ball, it might have gone for us. Um, the McGeady thing was the chance, wasn't it? The that's like it was agonising seeing that. You know, Dan, Danny and Frankie both saying it was in. It looked like it was in. I, it was very much Raheem was, Sterling against yeah, Italy in the World Cup. I was like, up. Yeah. I was celebrating. I was yeah, like, I was up. I, I didn't understand well. how it didn't go in and seemed to defy like the laws of physics. I think even there was a screenshot going round of a betting app saying some. Some of them like doing a score flash saying some Blackpool nil, some of them won Aiden McGeady. Yeah. And then there was another one saying like goal disallowed. It's like that's goal. how in that's how in it was. It <laughs> goal was like, disallowed for not actually not going into the goal. The bad thing about that is Bloody well, far ruining was, the game. Yeah. Do you think like as soon as he got the ball and the kind of I don't know whether like we're so used to seeing defenders take up a certain shape against him this season, but there was just something like as soon as their defender took up the shape that they did, you were like I know what he's going to do here, yeah. and I know he's going to go inside and he's going to have a pop. And I think, I think in, in obviously that was like the closest we came. But I actually think one of the things this last week has shown is that there is like a bit of an over reliance on him. In that there's often times I, I feel anyway, and I think this is like especially evident against Wigan, where Ida McGeady might not be in the best position, but Ida McGeady gets the ball. Because he's in McGeady, and then that's not like a, a slight on him. He he probably gets annoyed getting the ball with two people around him. But I, I think that's something that's kind of came out in the last week with us also, when we've been obviously scratching around for results. And I think that's to me, especially like goals have really dried up. And I think that is where um, that that's what he's got to fix going forward. I know we've lost that game at the weekend because of like. A defense, a defensive error, but truthfully, I don't, I don't think we looked on. Apart from that first ten minutes, I don't think we looked under any great pressure. I don't think we looked in, in any great trouble, and it's a bit sod's law, really, that their goal came from Ledbit making a bit of a howler because mm. I, I actually thought he was excellent up until that point. I thought he really controlled the game, and that was that was what we missed previously, certainly on um, on Tuesday night. Um, so I don't think it's, I don't think it's all. I don't think it's all doom and gloom, but the, but they need to arrest this well, this slide. Listen to the lads on the reaction, and I know they made some comments about the games recently, and like some people might agree with them and disagree with me, but the Wigan game were rubbish. Yeah. Um, in the second half, um, but the Charlton game, I don't think we played too badly, generally, and I didn't think we played badly at all at the weekend I thought we did we try to do they're not at it fully and I don't mean that in the sense that they're not trying I mean in the sense that it's just 
sometimes it's when you're out of form and your confidence is low, it just, you don't do things as instinctively. And it looks like we've, we're overthinking things a little bit in, in many aspects. Um, and we just need to be more natural, I feel, as well, and a bit more instinctive in our approach to things rather than, you know, just, it's just a bit, it's gone a bit stodgy. Um, yeah. Chinat, like when Chinat, once you've lost a few games and, you know, you have the opportunity to go up automatically and you've kind of chucked it. But I don't, I know some people have been kind of saying, you know, we've bottled it and all this again. I don't think that we haven't. Like we played crap against Wigan, but we, against Chart, we should have been 2 0 up before they even had a shot on target. I mean, he, you know, we, that keeper's made two outstanding saves and then, you know, the goal of the weekend, you know, as soon as McGeady, it was funny, McGeady hit the post and they cleared it and the ball went up well over the halfway line. I said, like, I just said to myself, like, oh, it's, now, it's not going to be our day to day. And then like yeah. 30 seconds later, yeah, that happens. I think what you worse. say as well, I, I just don't think, I think like seeing we've bottled it, is, I just think it's like an incredibly lazy kind of, like catch-all phrase that it doesn't really it doesn't really apply here. Like, see, I know the lads talked about this on the pod last week, but like comparisons to the Jack Ross season. Like, I I don't really see where they come from because under Jack Ross we were up there and like we were in the top two or in the top three all season and blew it quite so badly that we finished fifth by the end. And, and I mean, like if we if we want to talk about bottling it, if if we're going to have to use that phrase, then that's surely more. An example of that, whereas this season, like, truthfully, I th- and I think somebody, um, somebody pointed this out on Saturday. Um, that I think as like WMS twenty feet, I'm sure around Christmas or even just after, we said, where do we think we'll end up? And the vast majority of people said in the playoffs. And like, I think, like, look, obviously this week hasn't been good enough, and three defeats in a row in this league's like never good enough, but. We're only there by virtue of a really good run, anyway. I think um, this this season, if we don't get promoted automatically, it's not on the basis of this week. It's on the basis of of the club being messed around for months, of like this takeover not going through until after the second transfer window shut. It's it's not on the basis of basically like they look like they've run out of steam. Like we've all been, mm. we've we've talked continually about having a makeshift defence and seeing look how well they're doing well. I think you've got to give some mitigation then when they don't look so good because we know it has been such a makeshift defence. Like the, the injury look has been like absolutely shocking this season. And I think you've got to take that into account. And that's not me like defending the last three results and it's not me saying it's acceptable because I don't think any of us think it is. But I think I think to say they've bottled it, I think it's really harsh. I think the other point as well is that we've we play a whole Tomorrow night, I mean, might be being overly optimistic here, but if we can lose three in a row, can they not? I mean, it's not mm-hmm. definitely over yet. They've lost I'm a lot still, of games this season. They have. I'm, I'm still hopeful. I'm, I'm, I've been, I don't know, I, I, I don't think these games have, have, have shown any kind of terminal issues. Um, I didn't see the Wigan game at, in, in, in my defence, but... I mean, on the Charlton game and the Blackpool game, we haven't looked a million miles away and we've played worse in games that we've won this season. Um, and it's, it's we're just, vic- not victims, but Lee Johnson's a victim of, of what he inherited. Um, and it should be recognised that he's done ever so well to get to where we are from where we were in in a, in a fairly short space of time. And yeah, Chris is right. We, we, we may have run out of steam but I don't think it means we've run out of steam for the rest of the season. I just think we need to regroup. And if we pick up a result tomorrow night, you know, things things might change. We, you know, we're, we're still in with a shot. I don't think it's terminal yet. I think, I, I don't think we're, you know, I think automatic for me is, is finished. I mean, it would take. I think it's the tough ass. I think you'd have to, I think you'd have to, now it's like Peterborough, I think, would have to be the ones who would, Collapse, and we've got. I think we have to win five games and hope that they do something. Hopefully, Donk Astral appoint a new manager and have a new manager bounce in the last three games of the season because I think they've got Donk Astor, Lincoln, Donk Astor. Um, but then you know, the 
the thing about it is it's like we're sitting there in third and you're looking back and if you know if Lincoln won their game and they'll go above us and we drop the fourth I mean that and, and Blackpool aren't far behind us and we've got to play them again so I think it's really important in some respects to you know keep winning and stay you know, stay above those other teams psychologically. Um, but it, it, I, I would say it, it does feel as though it's, it, even though he got away with that, that McFadden sending off, I mean, which was ridiculous and like it was a terrible <laughs> decision. And you could understand why they were fuming. Um, apart from that, in, in terms of balance of play, I don't, I don't think. Thought we were a bit unfortunate, like yeah. personally. But I know some people probably like scream and listen to this. And but I think I as think, far I as think, I, I mean, think you're right. I think I, I think truthfully, like I, I think we might possibly benefit from this being out two two and a half days after after the fact because I I think the big problem is we all know that or we all believe anyway that that we shouldn't be in this league. So every defeat is met with like. What the hell's going on? Why? And so three in a week, you obviously you're going to get people like screaming from the rooftops, and I I can understand that, and I, and I don't think I mean we said it plenty of times under the old ownership, so we shouldn't not say it now, and like, I I don't think we should like allow like standards to drop on that, but I think what you said there, Gareth, is like, is accurate. I don't think I don't think we were like miles away from it on on Saturday. I think. It's been a season of fairly fine margins, anyway. Like we've we've talked extensively about how we went to Lincoln and won four nil, but we could have been very easy two nil down inside thirteen mm. minutes. And it's it it's it's been like that all season. There's the, even in that winning run, there were there were fairly infrequent games where I would say I thought we dominated the game. I think the Portsmouth one was arguably one of the better performances of the season in that regard. I just think. I, I think ultimately the the squad is gonna it's gonna end up where it where it deserves to. I don't I don't I don't think we've shown yeah. enough to be to to see we're deserving of the top two under under either manager, and that that's not defending one and criticizing the other. I think that's just the way it is. I, I, I would agree that look if we if we blow the playoffs from here, if we if we like drop down into fifth or sixth, or God forbid even drop out, then then yeah, I think there is. Like real cause for concern, but ultimately that that run wasn't gonna. We all we all agreed we, we weren't gonna go until the end of the season unbeaten. Obviously, I think we hoped we wouldn't lose three. So it. Um, I think it's it's because um, we've it's all you'd like to take it deeper, wouldn't you? And put the pressure on the top two to the end. Yeah. Whereas, like, if we if the games we'd lost had been spread out, <laughs> yeah, and we'd got results in between. But like it, it feels as though, I think the frustrating thing is it does feel as always we've made it too easy for for the two teams above us now. Yeah, it's not they're not a vintage. It's not a vintage League One season by any stretch of the imagination. You know, I'm not going to doff me cap to Hull and Peterborough and say, you know, well done, the worthy, worthy, worthy victors. Uh, the, I think any one of the three, any two of the three that are there at the moment are. Are, are good enough to go up, um, you know. It's it's not, but you can you're not really much between the three of them. We've all had runs. Um, just so happens that ours has ended, but doesn't mean that we can't put another one together again. Um, yeah, that's uh, we've all got you know decent players within our squads, um, and we've, we've it's just it's just unfortunate that that the timing of our of our main run has kind of come come to a crashing yeah. end as, as as it has. Um, and you gotta like you said earlier, Chris, you gotta hope that they they you know they could still sack it now, they could still lose yeah. three on the bounce. Of course Absolutely. they could. And, and and like I know I know what you said at the start. It was probably a little bit tongue in cheek, Gareth, about like the our playoff record and that, but there isn't really like there isn't any reason why that should 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 matter. Like if we, if we do end up in the playoffs, I think we should just look at that as like three games, like three. It's a completely oh. clean slate. It's three games that we go get. I know Craig was 
kind of brought up the whole streaky Lee thing. So if you want to be ultra positive, if you're going to start your winning streak, <laughs> start it with like two games to go at the end of the season. Yeah. And get yourself into the playoffs and then just like have your winning streak while you're in the playoffs um, and then get promoted. I mean, that's that's a positive way to look at it. If it swings one way and then the other, um, then yeah, let's hope that is the case if we are in the playoffs, which it, I know Matthew is like sort of saying, you know, I'm worried we'll not make the playoffs now. Um, I don't know if he truly believes that. Um, or he just desperately wants us to finish it. <laughs> but, yeah. I'd be very surprised if we didn't make the playoffs. I think, and I think, and I think if we didn't make the playoffs, then there would be time for a bit of an inquest. Because as much as I think what this manager walked into was a pretty shocking state of affairs, you kind of can't show what they've shown in those fourteen games and then collapse completely. If you know what I mean. So I think, but I but, think like just generally like. Richard, like you were saying about not being a lot between the three teams, I, th- I think that's fairly accurate. I think where we've fallen down is I, I just don't think from an attacking so I, I don't think we've got enough variety. I think yeah. you look at you look at those teams and they've got like multiple players on double figures and who, who pitch in and that, and, and we don't like that's this isn't a criticism of mm. Charlie White, but really, it's a bit, if, it's a bit stop McGee, stop White. Yeah, they're not going to score, and, yeah. and that's and that's not that's not the um, the manager's fault by any stretch of it. And I know people will say, "Well, look, in January we didn't maybe didn't address some problems that we discussed it on here at the time." But let, let's remember, like in January we didn't have this head of recruitment who's just started. We didn't have the head of data. We didn't we didn't have these positions filled. Like really, like if you can give like a kind of management team a free pass, like. Um, kind of willing to give them one for January because they were basically like scratching around in the dark trying to trying to pull something together to the end of the season because we all know that the big upheaval is going to come in the summer and again that's that's not saying it's acceptable to be stuck down here for a fourth season but I just think I've already seen like some people I don't want to say laying into the manager but being pretty fiercely critical and I just think we've got to be wary because if we if we enter next season with that sort of attitude and we get after a bit of a slow start, he's on a high end of nothing. But if you look at the, the team who've just beat us on Saturday, they started terribly this season. And actually, I think they signed something like 17 players in the summer, which isn't going to be a million miles away from what we need to do. That that takes time to bet in. And I mean, as they've shown, they're on a hell of a run now and they've got a decent manager there. That doesn't mean it's definitely going to happen here, but... I just think we need to be if 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 we don't go up this season, we need to be careful of going too heavily in on people who've come into a pretty difficult situation. I agree. Yeah, it it is. It has been a difficult situation, and they have, you know, they signed some players in in January, and the you know the jury will be out on on some of them. You know, I'm a, I do feel a little bit like for Ross Stewart in a way. Um, I don't think we're using him properly when we bring him on. I think we used him better at the weekend. I think he needs a ball to feet. I think we need to stop lumping it onto his head. He's not got a bad touch. Um, and he does some decent stuff when he gets the ball into his feet. Um, but I think a lot of people have already just decided he's crap and written him off already. So... It's not really his fault, is it? Really, that he's being brought in, and he's he's not like he's he's obviously not a world beater, but I think he's been getting a bit because he's big, a t- big tall fella. I always have this theory that people who look a bit unconventional always get pelters, like oh, because because this, it doesn't it doesn't fit within people's like paradigms of like how a footballer should look and be, so they're automatically crap, like. Because they don't, they're not conventional. But the whole, think, the whole, the whole kind of a big touch, a, a, a big touch, a good touch for a big man is is clearly like offensive in that, you know how how dare how dare someone above six foot two have, yeah. have the ability <laughs> to you know take a decent first touch, and and maybe you know curl one in, open up his body, and put one into the top corner. Like that, that's that 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 kind of ability isn't height specific. 
No. I mean, <laughs> I it, it's... as well. Sorry, I was just no, going to say... No, go on, Chris. Like, he did also sign injured. Like, and yeah. we've, we've used that mitigation for... Albeit a bit belatedly, we've used that mitigation for Wyke and why he had such a kind of torrid start to his summer career. So for two years. Well, yeah, exactly. And, and I think... Again, that's not to say that Ross Stewart was definitely a good sign. He's definitely going to come good, but I think it's it it, it is relevant to the situation. And and I, I would agree with what you said there, Gareth. I don't think I think this manager's been quite inventive, um, except for often times when he's brought on Ross Stewart. Like I thought, was it the Wigan game where we put two up and yeah. it was literally just. Hoof, 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 and it was, and that, and that was actually really disappointing because, because actually, even when it hasn't worked, sometimes this manager has shown a bit of kind of, what you'd say, like a bit of a bit of variety. He's why tried do, to mix things up. Why do we bring somebody on and play in a way that suggests he's good in the air, but not do all the other things to try and work the ball into areas to cross the ball yeah. to get him on the end of crosses if he's that good in the air? It's like, You'd think you'd still the fundamentals of the game should be the same, in that you know we need to we need to get the full ball forward quickly, yes, but at the same time we still need to work the opportunities to get crosses into the box, which is what yeah. the key, what our key route to gold has been through crosses. So it just seems strange to me that when you bring him on, mind you, I would say at the weekend I didn't feel as though we went as long when he came on. We did. Um, I think we tried to play. Um, and it was better, and he'd created a chance for, for scoring, didn't he, where he popped one off and scored another shot from the edge of the box. Um, but, yeah, I think that, that that's, he's a bit unfortunate in that he's come into the team and there's a lot of pressure on him, I think, to to deliver because, as we discussed earlier, we've you know, the, the other players in the team, aside from McGeady, aren't really contributing. I'm mean, against the other I man think... who could contribute in that department, Chris Maguire, who I just I was just thinking, like, why just you need to bring him on? Like, with 15, 20 to go at the weekend, I just thought, like, why? I'd, I'd you've, got to, you've got to get him on because he, he could do something. He's shown time and time again that he can. And it just sure. seems strange to me. It... It does make you wonder. I mean, as I've said multiple times, I'm not like, I don't think I'm as big a fan as Chris McGuire as a lot of people are, but I think it's undeniable that he can come on and change a game and he can pull, grab a game by the scuff of the neck. And I think when you're scratching around for a result, which we very decidedly are now, um, and we're in the last 15 minutes on Saturday, I, I think it is strange. But you, and then, like, so you have to wonder, like, like, we all we all obviously know what it went on with like like Parkinson's stubbornness with McGeady. Like, is there? A, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting anything untoward's going on, but like, is is the is there something to that? As Johnson decided, look, you know, no, I'm going to prove to people that we don't need him. I, I, yeah. I don't know, but I do agree. I, I think particularly when um, John Jones has been so poor, I think that mm. that is what makes you question why a, a player like a kind of creative player like Maguire isn't getting a chance because I, I thought Jones was really poor again on, on Saturday. Absolutely um, love to see a player doing two step overs and cannoning it in into the into the fullback every yeah, time. Every time. <laughs> that's 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 just that's just what I want to see. Absolute consistency. <laughs> yeah, it was you know it, it, it's frustrating and like, you know, it makes you look daft when you do stuff like this because you'll be like praising him one week and say, oh, he looks like a player who could play at a high level. And then he has three stinkers. Um, I mean, I know Matthew mentioned there's been revisionism about Burge. People saying he'd be a good backup in the championship. Can I just say that I've never subscribed to that opinion and anybody who is in the group chat with us will advocate um, that I've that I've always held the opinion that Lee Burge is toilet. Um, well, yeah, he's had a good, he had a good few weeks, but I don't subscribe to this idea that like, well, all all the goalkeepers at this level of crap. It's like, well, 
But he's cost us loads. He's, he's cost us loads of points this season. Like it's it's a fact. He just has. The thing is, as well, I think it, it's exacerbated by the fact that the one we had previous to him clearly wasn't crap. Yeah, the one we had previous to him was a solid, better, better than solid um, League One goalkeeper, in my opinion. And then I just think that's why. Again, that this is why there is mitigation for the manager, and there is mitigation for like if this season going south because the team and the squad it has been systematic systematically weakened over the last three years and like 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 we signed up we signed a backup goalkeeper who who's even worse than the one who is worse than the one we let go and, yeah. and i just i just yeah I, look this isn't to like like lay into him or anything but i think he, he's he's made a lot of quite a, a high amount of mistakes like that this season. It's, it's an unisolated incident. If you look at mistakes, he's, I bet you, if you look at mistakes where we've conceded from his errors, well, actually not just him, but Matthews. I mean, off the top of my head, first game of the season, Bristol Rovers, Hull, um, and then you've got Matthews, Shrewsbury, Burton, um. Obviously, Lee Burge at the weekend, but there's, there's, there'll be loads more. Like, you'd have to go through and analyse it, but I just think, like, basics across the board, it's like, I just don't understand how you concede some of the goals that were conceded from a goalkeeper's perspective, mm. other than but, saying that the goalkeeper is not very good. And that's, that's, said, that's just my opinion. We've had. For a spell, we had the best defense, oh, defense yeah. record outside of outside of the Premier League for a little bit, and then we've now got the third best defensive record in in the league. Um, it's it's a, it's the other end. That's that's the main issue. I think Lee Burge would be just fine if we'd be able to you know convert the chances at the the front end of the pitch. Um, we've only scored sixty one goals this season, um, and. And if you look at Hull and Peterborough, they've scored seventy three apiece. Um, Lincoln have scored similar amount as us; they've got sixty two. Blackpool are low scorers, um, but if you look at teams like Oxford, they've got they've got sixty six, and you know it's just a few more goals. You know, ten more goals would be, and that Maybe. That, that means we wouldn't be talking about Leibage. But I would argue that it's harder to score a goal than it is to not just catch the ball. Yeah, but that that said, you know, Burgess' mistake on on Saturday was that was that not more Bailey Wright than than Lee Burge? Well, or? That, mm. was was I mean, was, I, mean was I would mistake... say that Ledbetter and Wright were equally crap. Yeah, um, in that incident, but against just, against uh, Charlton, was it not Scowen who should have you know cleared it rather than well spinning it back into his own goal? Well, that was crap as well, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, if, no, if, no, you just, if you just do the basic thing of catching a ball that it's got nothing really on it, then it doesn't the happen. Is, I think I'm not coming on here and having a good name of Lee Burge <laughs> dragged <laughs> in again. I'm I'm, I'm forming a, a splinter. Podcast. I just don't understand how we've, we've got to. I mean, Lee uh, Johnson always goes on about these world class basics, it's like, I mean. Catching the ball. I don't know what class we, the, you know, it, it's, I don't know the classes on this planet. It's a different planet, I think. The class of the goalkeepers, to be honest, the two we've got. So, well, I think it's yeah. just, I think it's just people say like, they're like perfectly like the decent league one goalkeepers, but like decent league one goalkeepers tend to stay in league one and that's, that's not our aim. Like we want, we want better. We want, like, I don't think someone. I don't think any enough. of us have ever ever said that. I, that I've never said that we'd we'd progress into into the championship with with many of the players intact. I think the only players I would I would, if given a clean slate, the only players I would probably take with us are, um, O'Neill, McGeady um, as a, as a kind of a token contract, and and perhaps Jordan Willis if he's fit, but. I, I don't well, I think, think I think that the players that we have are League One players for a reason. I mean, even even Jones, who looks great on his day, but his day is not enough. And and all of the a lot of stuff that's been said when he when he came down here, um, I don't mean down as in stepping down from from the SPL because although it is, it's it's a step up. 
to League One. From <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just mean down geographically. Um, you know, all the all all the stuff that we'd seen about him was that he's he's good on his day, but that day isn't enough. You know, that's this is what we're seeing now. We're seeing maybe one good game in three, and that's why that's why he's he's playing his trade at a League One club. Let's have it. Let's hope he uh, turns it on tomorrow night, um, and when we come back, we'll have a brief chat about the game tomorrow or Tuesday night, if you will, um, and we'll wrap it up after that. <laughs> Wise Men Say podcast is brought to you in association with From the Terraces. Cargo shorts. For a 10% discount, enter the code WMS10 at the checkout stage. Bucket heads. While you do that, check out the From the Terraces podcast, presented by Rory Fallow and Matthew Keeling. T-shirts. For more information, search for From the Terraces on social media. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome back, and we'll have a chat about the Hull game, which a few weeks ago felt like it'd be epic, and you know my heart would be beating out my chest now, and I probably would be tossing and turning at night in bed worrying about it. But now I'm kind of thinking it's almost like some sort of mini preseason the next five games, which is a terrible attitude to take. But just to kind of the way I feel at the moment, where you know, up to the Charlton game, up to, it felt a little bit like I was very tense watching the match, and almost like once that finished and the situation sort of occurred as we are now, it's like almost kind of that's gone. It's like, it's like there's nothing on it, um, which obviously is, is, is bad attitude to take, but that's just the way I feel, uh, which is a shame because it would have been like an epic encounter if, you know, we'd got ourselves a couple of wins in the last three um, bizarrely though I kind of fancy us to win the game um, it would be a very Sunderland thing to do I don't know what yeah. your feelings are Richard yeah it would be on TV is it on TV? yeah is, is it? it? I believe so I think you've made that up Richard it is? it is? Yeah. I don't think it is I'm going to have a look now thought it was. Richard Delia. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's what? not on TV. <laughs> you need to do you need to read. Why those is it kicking articles. off at seven forty five then? <laughs> you need to do those articles that are in the papers that <laughs> now, the local papers. Can I get a ticket? Well no, it's COVID, so nobody can get a ticket. Why the why the truffles can't, are kicking off at seven forty five? What a ridiculous waste of resources. What's the waste point? Resources. Arbitrary time. Seven forty five. Just kick off at kick off at four o'clock in the afternoon. You don't have to turn the lights on. They've made, they've made me look like Gillingham. Are you the Gillingham? <laughs> I'm not happy about it. Yeah. Well it will so, be on our t- it will yeah, it's be on be our TVs. On a television actually. Yeah. You're yeah. not allowed to watch yeah, it. You'll though. be able to like watch Frankie and Danny on the uh, official club channel. Um, yeah. so you'll be able to get the game on there uh, there's only one camera oh it will be one camera won't it so yeah. you know and it's miles away because it's, it's well yeah it's, right at the top yeah it's thousands away the, the camera at home um, but yeah we've kind of derailed the conversation because you didn't know the basic yeah. thing um, that the game was so it's not on telly do you, um, do you know what the funny thing is 
funny thing is, I googled "Is the Sunderland game on TV?" and one of those "Is the Sunderland game on That's TV?" Was, well, articles yeah. popped up as the popped first off. hit, and I didn't give them the didn't give them the satisfaction of clicking on it. Yeah. I would give them yeah. license to do more of these ridiculous stories, but yeah. I've, it's proven that there's a need for them because I didn't. Yeah, because you're an idiot. So what what you've done is just inadvertently advertise them instead. I didn't mention any names. Well, you, didn't. you mentioned how to find them. Well. <laughs> so we're not on the we're yeah not so on. i mean we've digressed Sorry. quite drastically here um but yeah going back to my original now uh, redundant now, point, now redundant point it, it's it still carries all the hallmarks of a big game um even though the, the stakes are, are slightly lower um or in our case non-existent but uh, you know it's 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 a, well, it's a game We've got to get in the playoffs, haven't we? We've got to make yeah. sure we get in the playoffs. So. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm still, I'm still hopeful anyway, so it's fine. They're, they're two games, two wins from confirming promotion, I believe. Yeah, let's um, spoil the party. Well, exactly. I mean... Let's soil the party. We, we relegated them when we were already down, which mm. was which was a yeah, we thoroughly enjoyable day. Did Billy Jones score? Yeah, I think so. Your header. Diving yeah, header. Rings a bell. I was there and I can't can't actually remember who scored. We went two 0 Yeah, we did. Defoe scored and I think it was should have been disallowed and then Billy Jones scored a diving header. Yes. So we've got form for this for pissing on their chip. <laughs> so yeah. But but as well, like to be, like I said earlier, I mean, if we could lose three on the bounce, blah blah blah. Like you said, guys, I mean they've lost more games than us this season. Why why can't they? They lose a few. They've, they've got four games to go, and okay, they only need two wins. But there's a pressure inherent in that as well. Mm-hmm. You could make an argument that with the pressure off, we might we might benefit from that. I don't think it's. I'm, I'm very excited for us to now lose five nil. Now that I've said this, I guess you know this this precedence for us, and when it gets to the end, and you've got to get over the line. Sometimes teams find it a bit difficult, don't they? Like, um, yeah. remember Brighton in, in the Championship a few years ago, where they were like. Top and then didn't win any of the last how many games and ended up they went up but they finished second and Newcastle won the league didn't they? Um, so yeah, it can happen where teams take their eye off the ball, but I guess you know it's a different a different pressure for them now where the pressure was us trying to catch Peterborough and hold. Maybe they'll be thinking we only have to get like one or two results now to to sort of rubber stamp it. We don't know. Maybe that would be too much for them. I can't even remember who they've got now. So next, got... who Peterborough yeah. got? And they've people got Gillingham, haven't they? Actually, so that would be probably a, a difficult game. So Hull have Hull have got Lincoln away, Wigan at home, and Charlton away. And Peterborough have got Gillingham at home tomorrow night, Charlton away, Doncaster home and away, and in the middle of those two, they've got Lincoln at home. <laughs> So it's not. It's it's, it's we, not we easy. This... It's not easy. It's just a shame we haven't got this point where we wouldn't. If we even had three points more, you could be like, you know, yeah. putting a bit of pressure on them. But it just feels as though we're maybe three points short at this stage. But momentum's like very like kind of corrupting, and that, like I think like when we were winning those games, like. I'm sorry on that unbeaten run. Everyone was absolutely certain it was going to be like the season under Roy Keane, um, and now and now people are worried we might not even make it in the playoffs. So it doesn't take a lot to turn around. But I think yeah, like you said, that the issue is that there are so few games left that that we really didn't have much room for error. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't think it's definitely over. I mean. Typically, we we could win tomorrow, and and still not. Um, oh, sorry, win tomorrow and, and win out, and potentially still not not go up. But um, I think I think there's there's no point. There's certainly no point writing it off. Um, no. But I I, I, just, I think it's a big ask. But I don't think actually beating them tomorrow is a big ask because I actually thought when we played them at home, I thought we were we were terrible, and, and we got a point, and, and they. They didn't deserve to win it. Um, 
So that shows how poor they can be when they're on a Yeah. And uh, obviously, Burge cost us in that one as well. <laughs> so. I can see Richard just getting redder on the screen. <laughs> well. So I'm trying that last, to. That last whole game was terrible, though, the one te- on telly, oh, wasn't it? That oh, was on the rubbish. telly. That was on telly. That's maybe, probably where I've gone wrong. I was going to say, maybe maybe, maybe you read the wrong article, Richard. Yeah. Do you want to do the Twitter? we got some quick Twitter questions. Shall we finish with them? Do you want to do. You said you'd favorited some, Richard. Do you want to. I had, yeah. Have yeah. you got them in the hand? Yep, yeah, absolutely. Um, Dorf, as uh, whoever that Dorf is, has the defensive crisis finally caught up with us? Yes. Yes and no. That's a good, good answer. I don't. Know, I just. I don't feel as though I don't think. I just don't feel like we've been under severe pressure in games and been like defending with our lives. To like, it's not like we've been like the goals are conceded are completely self-inflicted. It's not like we're, you know, putting on ourselves in a massive pressure. The individual errors, but errors that like you shouldn't make, regardless whether it's your natural position or not. But is that not sense. part of it? Like people being tired and st- I don't yeah, know. Well, I th- I th- but that's in a collective, a collective yeah, thing. And we also probably haven't been defending from the front as well as we had been before. We're not winning anywhere near as many second balls as we were. Not winning the ball higher at the pitch as regularly. Probably giving it away a bit too easily when we're going long. So all of these kind of compound. Probably having less of the ball, which obviously means you're going to be under a bit more pressure. But anyway. Peter, which Sunderland player would you never pick if you were a manager? Would you never pick? Would you never pick? You just don't fancy. Josh Gallen. There. Didn't take me long to come up with that. No, I'd agree. I'd say Scarron. I'd be inclined to agree as well. Mm. It's obviously Maguire in real life. Yes. Johnson doesn't seem to fancy him, but I think Scarron on on Saturday as well just getting the ball into a decent position then just wasting it it's absolutely that, that that I think what you said the other week Gareth about him being a reverse Tommy Miller it's, it's spot on because you see loads of them yeah and it's always doing the wrong thing yeah I'd rather he he just didn't he managed to get a shot on target at the weekend with his foot which was a great effort <laughs> with his foot because usually it goes miles <laughs> over the bar I mean, maybe you should dive ahead of everything on the edge of the ball. <laughs> That's a fair point. We've had lots of questions in about um, the European Super League mm-hmm. and the ramifications it would have on on the rest of the the football pyramid. Um, if the greedy six get expelled, would six get promoted from the championship? Meaning six go up from League One? Would we somehow finish sixth, seventh? Is is the is a lot of the the questions coming in? Would we conspire not to get promoted if 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 the situation resolved itself in that way? It's 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 like the Scottish thing, isn't it? If 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 when they when they keep increasing the size of the Euros, Scotland still find a way not to qualify. Until now, that, that, <laughs> that would be very us. I think I would have more confidence in us finishing outside the playoffs if if those six get kicked mm. Um I'm fully in favour of letting them go. Just just to put that on the record. I think considering our kind of our previous excellent history, you know, as as a legacy, as a legacy club and the old fashioned first division, we should just be given like a bye in the Premier League, just an automatic two league promotion. Because we're, you know, we're, as as Jake Humphrey well, that, might call us a proper club. Well that's what it, if if they did the big six on league titles, would we get in? Yeah. Am I right in thinking that? I'm yeah, we're still, now. we're still up there. I mean, I think we're level with Chelsea on Leagues 1. Can, um, can, you, can you imagine if they revised it to that and we got in? Can you imagine how much we'd lose by? It'd be hilarious. It'd be like Wigan <laughs> last season, wouldn't it? Into the, well, into the championship. Yeah. Records point. I mean, it's... In, in, a, in a hypothetical situation, had we get promoted, had we get promoted to, to the Premier League this summer... Would would probably be in a decent position to buy quite a few decent players, but <laughs> I don't think it would be part of the five year plan that, that anyone's got at the club, would it? No, it's all a bit. It's all a bit. <laughs> everything just feels so strange, doesn't it, at the moment? With like, you know not being able to go to the games, 
because of COVID and, you know, we, we haven't been to the match for over a year. Yeah. Um, I am very bored of that. There was this period where, like, well, there was no games and now there's, like, games all the time. Like, I was kind of looking at it going, like, no, I don't enjoy doing the pod, but it was like, I was looking at it going, you know, it'd be nice to get promoted then just be like, that'll be it and have, like, a few months not doing the pod because we seem to do a load during lockdown and that. But now I'm, like, going to play our finals on the 30th of May. That's, like, ages away. It's like, if we got to that, it's, like, it's just going to be, like, another, like, seven weeks of stress and turmoil. Um, yeah. I've already made the executive decision that there's no way I'm watching that in my own house. <laughs> going, the, I think pubs are letting you indoor by then, aren't they? But regardless, I'm finding somewhere with a big screen because there was not a chance I can put myself through that in my own living room. Mm. I just... I'm I'm just sick sick of it now. I'm sick of everything. Like <laughs> sick of it. I'm not gonna get too do doom and gloomy, but it's it's nice that things have started to relax a bit with with being able to go to a pub and going into yeah. a, a shop that's not a supermarket or a B and M. You know that's 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 nice. But this whole I agree with Gareth on it. It just doesn't feel real. It's got a it's got a surreal surreal surrealness about it <laughs> to the point where surreality. I can't say surreality is what I was trying to say but I yeah. don't even know that's a word um, it's it doesn't feel real and, and as a result what came out today doesn't really make me feel anything yeah um, I think if you strip everything away from, from what it is it looks I think on paper it looks better than what the Champions League currently is and what the Champions League is going to be um, the fact that a lot of clubs will get hugely richer because of it I'm not I'm not happy about um, but if you just took it on pure football and decisions a, a fit, it would a kind be dreadful a, I don't know I don't know I think it looks alright every game sorry like every like said this earlier every game when you Super Sunday it's the don't know the super mega Super Sunday where they've got like all the big teams playing each other on the one weekend and it's absolutely atrocious. Oh, Chelsea nil, Man United nil. Imagine watching that when they're like 13th and 14th and they've got to play a <laughs> Premier League game on the on the Sunday, say, if they were allowed to stay in the Premier League and they're already 13th and 14th in that league, what are they going to do? They're going to prioritise the Premier League, aren't they? Because they're going to, whatever the situation that they're in, they'll always do what's best for them regardless of what it is. And like really all, all that European Super League is basically just a an opportunity for to make money. And then if they were allowed to stay in the Premier League, then basically they just use that money to dope it. So like it's already it's already in their favour anyway, with all that money. But they just want more and it's just daft. It's I can't believe we end up talking about it because I was like thinking Sorry. before we start this, I was like the last thing I want to talk about because I am sick of that. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of hearing about it. Like, Tony, be a day, Gareth. You gotta, you gotta have a few weeks of this. Okay. Well, shall you know, I, shall I do another question instead? Then. The Go on, then we'll do one more, and then, <laughs> do one, one more, and then we'll sack it off. Because I'm Eddie. annoyed. I'm annoyed now. Eddie, not 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 Eddie Houghton, Eddie, um, Eddie, Eddie. Eddie. There's only Different one Eddie. Eddie. Yeah, there's there's one only one, Eddie. He's asking, what's your favourite coffee? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's a good question. I've got I've got two answers because depending on, this, on the situation. So if it's home coffee, I would have a good single origin Colombian, um, which you can get from mid-level budget supermarkets for a fairly decent price. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can name names. I'm not be, not beholden any any supermarket brand. So Aldi or Lidl. Their single origin coffee is fine. It's really nice. Um, I've started getting a few fancies off Amazon when I get the Amazon shop in. Um, I can't remember. I think the Happy Coffee Company or something. They do a really nice, really nice Colombian and Guatemalan as well. Um, but if I'm if I'm going into a shop, which you can do, um, Starbucks nut, nut nut blend latte is an absolute cracker of a coffee. You know, especially it's it's even more enjoyable if you're a vegan. If you're not, it's a good choice. That's, my, that's, that's my coffee recommendations done and dusted. I, I'm a, say, I feel like that's the most Chris. passionate you've been on the pod. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. 
third, I've heard Lee Birch drinks a uh, single single <laughs> as well. I uh, I'm a, like a bit. I'm a Martin Bain. I've got an espresso oh, machine, no. so I like coffee, but I just can't be asked with it. Like too much of faff on to do it well. So go an espresso. Illy is the is the boy. Nastasi. It's called Illy Coffee. Oh, them. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it comes that, in a, in, a, in a cuboid. Um, well, I don't know. It's like, like silver. Vac- it's like packets. a silver and red. Yeah, uh, yeah. Packet. And they've the got lots of on the continent. They've got lots of the coffee shops there, like they are the um, Starbucks or Costa of the continent. I guess you get a yeah. lot of the Illy coffees, and you see them in like in if you go on holiday, a lot of places have the Illy coffees in there as well. So there yeah. you go. How dreadfully boring is that? Maybe you'll be get to go on holiday like after June twenty first and go to a continent or go onto the continent and enjoy um, an Illy coffee. In one of their many coffee shops. No I think on an evening where the whole footballing world is decrying rampant capitalism, it would be wrong to not point out that McDonald's do a very good coffee. <laughs> yeah, McDonald's do a good flat, you like, <laughs> to be fair. Hey, so I got a, I think I've, I haven't done the pod, and I have told you separately, but um, I got a flat white for the first time a few weeks ago, and, and I didn't know what one was. And, um, when I pulled up to the window, I saw like in the distance like this little piddly cup. I was like, "Who has ordered that pathetic drink?" And then the the um, the server handed it to me, and uh, it, it was the most disappointed drive-through experience of my life. <laughs> it's so, nice though. Flat whites are good. I like a flat white. Like I like a flatty. If you if you go to Costa <laughs> and get a flat white with coconut milk, absolutely. Oh, you are percent. very much the coffee. I like it. I like um flat white from from Costa. It's the or a Cotardo. That's like the best of the coffees. Yeah. The rest of them not for me, Clive. He's a. Do you want to hit? Show you, I know I don't want to talk about it. But just reading it is quite funny. That apparently UEFA are going to kick Arsenal, Man United, Man City, Chelsea, and Real Madrid out the Champions League and the Europa League by Friday. Brilliant. <laughs> When's that leave us? Good. Can we? Can we get? Can in we get there? in? Yeah. Do we get in? Do Wigan get in? Is yeah, Wigan. Wigan are in. Wickham in. So we um, could stand in as like a pool team, as a courtesy team, right? To, to replace. So, so basically, in the Champions League, the only team left are PSG. Yeah, I guess they'll let the other ones back in, won't they? Dortmund will be allowed back in. That'd be quite fitting for PSG. I mean, that, I mean that, that kind of makes a bit of a matter of the whole thing. That <laughs> quite funny, I mean, though, isn't it? I mean, clubs, they kick just, these, no, no, I'm, I'm it's fully in favour of kicking these clubs out. It's, it's generally hilarious. It's just, it's hilarious that Arsenal and Tottenham are in here. Like it's it's just it's it's very much old and athletic in the first Premier League vibes. Like they just happen just happen to be in there going, Oh, well, we're big. Like well, Swindon as well. Shows your trophy, yeah. Well they came there in was the a second, good, they were in ninety three, ninety four. There was a good tweet actually earlier from I believe he's a friend of the party, definitely follows it from Stu Helens, who said Spurs joining the European Super League is a bit like me strutting into the crucible and putting 50p on the table. Yeah. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> Imagine that. You're up against Ronnie, Ronnie or something. I think it, yeah. Wait, yeah, I think I'd probably just keep my 50 pence, I think. Save it, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Should leave it there. We've probably gone on too long, haven't we? Really, we're trying to keep it swift, and we're in fifty-six minutes. So, oh, yeah. you that know, s- sorry, Chris. It's fine. Anyway, um, so Matt and Rory will be back on Thursday um, or Wednesday, maybe, depending on when they're recording this week, um, to take a look back over the whole game and hopefully, you know, whole. We beat them and Peter will lose and then they're going to make outrageous statements like we're going to win the league, things like that. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, so tune in on Thursday to that. Um, I'm sure Stephen will be back next Monday. Depends if he's, you know, can be bothered. Um, so, you know, I'm sure he'll be sending us things for like bailing them out. Um, but as ever, thank you very much for listening. 